Welcome to season two and episode 10 of Loon Life. Did you miss me? It was a very welcome break. Turning 28 and finding your first grey hair can send anyone into a quarter life crisis, I feel. You didn't really miss much. I'm still living at home, saving for my own piece of paradise, and by that I mean a rental closer than an hour away from the city. I still get drunk and message my exes sometimes. Mason is talking now, like properly, which is very exciting and leads to many interesting chats. I'm journaling and meditating again. As Osha always says, you've got to do the work. And as going outside is not my favorite thing, I've started with things I can do on the inside to cleanse my insides. Now, as I'm sure most of you know, reviews and ratings are a big part of getting our podcasts out there into the big wide world of self-indulgent waffle. And so to incentivize you babes to do just that, I'm going to start reading some of the cutie reviews that you leave me on iTunes. My very first review from a mysterious person called Miranda D91 says, New girl on the block. Love the honest brilliance of the Loon Life podcasts. I can't wait to hear what else this girl has to say. Someone named Ring Pops Oz said, engaging, honest, raw, and it got cut off, so I don't know what the rest is. Really looking forward to the next installments and topics. Fizdick said, Harley Q, breath of fresh air. The girl is brilliant. I love it. And finally, Dirty 30 Indo says, honest, humble, and hilarious. Loved every minute of the podcast. This show is honest, reflective, yet full of laugh out loud hilarity. Really looking forward to the next. And I'm really looking forward to reading some more of your reviews, guys. They mean the world to me and definitely make me feel extremely appreciated putting myself out there, but I wouldn't have it any other way. So thanks again to my lovely listeners for taking the time to share. I appreciate you. Moving swiftly on to the topic of this episode something that is so often misunderstood, astrology. I can hear all you science brains sighing right now, but if you've lasted this long, you're really curious. I would like to preface this by saying that I'm agnostic. I'm open to any and all possibilities. I genuinely don't see why the planetary positions at the moment of our birth wouldn't affect us, the atom water that we are. And I think it's a little arrogant to dismiss it when things like people's energy fields are scientifically accepted. So, welcome to Lean Life, and let's begin. So you want to talk about your sun sign. To the common folk, your sun sign is your, quote, star sign. It's the constellation you were born under. For example, my birthday is the 28th of June, so this makes me a Cancerian. In case you aren't sure, here are the dates of each sign. Aries is from March 20 to April 18. 
Taurus is April 19 to May 20. Gemini is May 21 to June 20. Cancer is June 21 to July 22. Leo is July 23 to August 22. Virgo is August 23 to September 22. Libra is September 23 to October 22. Scorpio is October 23 to November 21. Sagittarius is November 22 to December 21. Capricorn is December 22 to January 19. Aquarius is January 20 to February 18. Pisces is February 19 to March 19. Now this is where I feel most people trip up and bow out. So many times I've heard people say, it's ridiculous to think that everyone with the same birth month has the same personality. Yeah, it is. But hold on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen. It's about to go deep. In astrology, there's a thing called a natal chart. To create your own, you need to know what time and where you were born on top of your birth date. Personally, I was born in Carl Shorten in the UK at 6am. The minutes aren't vital. Now, my favourite website to use for my natal chart is Cafe Astrology. Those of you who want to really get into it, download the CoStar, C-O-S-T-A-R, app on your phone. Now, once you have your birthplace, time, date, etc., pop onto the app or to Cafe Astrology Natal Chart, Google it. From here, the website is going to generate for you a thing that looks like a weird protracted drawing. This is the positioning of the planets and the moon when you were born. Neat, right? So let me give you a rundown of what this all means. First, you're going to come across terms like sun sign, moon sign, ascending or rising sign. In the astro world, we commonly refer to these as your big three. That's because they are the three signs that are most likely to dominate your personality. The reason for this is that each planet represents an energetic part of our being or a component of your life. For example, your emotions, your communication style, your love style. The position of each planet in the heavens indicates the style in which the planet's component is manifested. So that's a bunch of science for basically saying the sun was over here, the moon was over here, I don't know, Mercury was over here, and the reason that you are a bitch is because Mercury was there, etc. So basically, let me explain what each of the planets actually means to who you are. Try and follow. So we've got your ascending or your rising sign. That's your outward personality. That's the way you behave when you first meet people. Your sun sign is generally your main self. It's your biggest concerns and your vitality. Your moon sign is your emotions, your instincts and your habits. Your Mercury is your communication style, your reason and your intellect. Venus is all about love and beauty and art. Mars is action and desire and aggression. Jupiter is your expansion, your optimism and your abundance. Saturn is your restriction, your, your pessimism and your structure. Uranus is your rebellion, your eccentricity and your upheaval. Neptune is your imagination, your dreams, and your delusions. Pluto, who according to Astro World is still a planet, is your transformation, your obsession, and your power. 
Now there is a lot more to it, a lot, but this is Astro 101, so I'm just gonna teach you enough to help you enjoy the memes and giggle at your daily horoscopes from CoStar because they're savage as fuck. A vital part of understanding what any of this means is to have a basic understanding of the main and common traits of each zodiac sign. So, without further ado, here I sum you all up in a few words. Aries. They're adventurous, confident, self-centered, and impulsive. Taurus. They're dependable, strong, oversensitive, and obstinate. Gemini. They're communicative, changeable, inconsistent, and superficial. Cancer are devoted, compassionate, moody, and hesitant. Leo are vibrant, assertive, egotistical, and possessive. Virgo are dependable, patient, critical, and judgmental. Libra are charming, loving, indecisive, and lazy. Scorpio are passionate, charismatic, secretive, and manipulative. Sagittarius are gregarious, sociable, blunt, and restless. Capricorn are willful, serious, rigid, and demanding. Aquarius are intelligent, humanitarian, unconventional, and non-committal. Finally, Pisces are romantic, imaginative, illusional, and wistful. Now, be you the self-reflective kind, I'm sure you can appreciate that we all have our good and our bad points. What I love about astrology is how it gives us the ability to delve into why we feel and behave the way we do. It's like a whole other part of the nature versus nurture debate. And being the psychology nut that I am, I love any new method of categorizing people and learning how we all tick. Using myself as an example, I'll explain a little bit about my big three and how they relate to me. So growing up, and probably the reason I'm so into astrology now, is that I always related really hard to my sun sign, Cancer. I knew that I was overly emotional, protective, loyal, and a bit of a mother, but I'm also a bit of a moody child. It's me. So it made a lot of sense to me when I did my natal chart and I learned that not only is my sun sign Cancer, but so is my ascending sign. Reminder that this is our outward personality, the face we put on for new people. But my chart is also filled with water placements. I'll come back to this in a second. My moon sign is actually Capricorn. So it kind of started to make sense to me why I'm so hard on myself. The reason that I shut down emotionally when I'm having a pretty hard time, why I have a really high standard for myself, just a very critical person in general is very, very Capricorn. And it was actually really good and quite healthy for me to start to understand that it's okay that I feel this way or behave this way. In the past, it's been a part of who I am, but growing up, I can become an evolved version of a Capricorn, one who is kinder and gentler to me, one who understands that we all make mistakes and that the only person you're letting down is yourself. So coming back to the water placement mention, each zodiac sign belongs to one of the four elements. It's like they're your sibling signs. You might not get along, but you get each other in a way that others might not. For example, the water signs are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. 
The air signs are Aquarius, Gemini and Libra. Earth signs are Virgo, Capricorn and Taurus. And the fire signs are Sagittarius, Leo and Aries. Most people are best suited to their opposing element, e.g. water and earth are usually easily compatible, as are air and fire. Some might say water and earth are the realists and air and fire are the dreamers. I'm generalizing here, but it's an easier way to understand it. If any of you are curious, these are the 12 worst matches in astrology. Aquarius and Taurus. Pisces and Gemini. Aries and Cancer. Taurus and Leo. Gemini and Virgo. Cancer and Libras. Sagittarius and Pisces. Leo and Scorpio, Virgo and Sagittarius, Libra and Capricorn, and Scorpio and Aquarius. Note the opposing elements pattern. Different motives, different values. That's not to say it can't work, and here's why. Perfect example of someone's chart explaining who they are outside of their sun sign is my Ryan. I had to laugh when we did his natal chart for the second time, as I was a bit wine drunk the first time. He's an Aquarius son. Cancer and Aquarius have a long history of not getting the fuck along. Aquas find us needy and emotional and we find them distant and unfeeling. It's just a bad time. However, Ryan's moon sign is Libra. Libras are flirty, fun and smart. They know how to play the game and win. They're cheeky and sweet and want everyone to get along. They don't worry too much about the future. They're very much in the now and here for the thrill. It's beautiful. And I'm absolutely surrounded by hilarious, charismatic Libras. Literally, five of my best friends. I love them. And that's Ryan's emotional self. But his ascending sign, the one I fell madly in love with, the him I got when the chips were down, is cancer, of course. Deep loyal, emotional. We crave family and connection. We love to feed and make sure that everyone around us feels calm and taken care of. We have no time for bullshit and we're quick to withdraw if we feel ourselves or the people we care about are threatened. My beautiful Ryan in a nutshell. He's got the Aquarius adventure streak and the ability to adapt and think critically, but he's all water to me, baby. I'm honestly curious to see how many of you feel you identify with the other signs in your chart. Cafe Astrology will give you a full explanation of each placement when you do it, and it's worth sitting down with a glass of wine and an open mind and seeing how you go. Self-development is all about understanding ourselves so we can better understand others. I hope this astrology rundown has opened a few minds and twigged a few curiosities. Feel free to slide into my DMs if you need help interpreting. If you're already an astro buff and want to know where I go for my fix, the Astrology Memes and Learning Facebook group always provides the lols, and Elite Daily has proven to be a very reliable source for astro-based articles with a lot of wisdom and predictions. The fact is, the older I get, the more I study psychology especially, the more I realise that we're all just built differently. We think differently, we have our own morals and expectations, our own understandings of how we should behave and how the world around us should be. Some of us are empaths, and some of us take care of ourselves first. There's no right or wrong. There's just me and the people who get me. I'm very lucky to be surrounded by an amazing extended network of people who get me. 
I hope you guys are too. And if you aren't, just remember, it's probably because you're an Aquarius. Night-night from your favourite loon.